This is a weekly podcast about my journeys through life and the people that I meet along the way. And I've had a chance to interview them and and have them share some of their stories. So sit back, enjoy, and please comment or subscribe. How's everyone doing? Um, today we have an awesome guest planned for this interview. Um, it's Hugo, and he's actually, we're going to be discussing about dreams. He's actually um, a dream specialist, but we're going to just go ahead and talk to him real quick and, and figure out the correct terminology for, for what he does, <laughs> which is kind of almost like that um, 80s movie called Dreamscape. I don't know if anyone's seen that, but yeah. Anyways, so let's quickly go over to Hugo. All right. Now, Hugo, tell us some, in your own words, because I don't want to make anything up, in your own words, what, what exactly do you specialize in, in the context of dreams? Okay, so... What I've trained and continue training forever, I guess, it's called uh, imagery. And uh, in imagery, we are dealing with the uh, images of the subconscious mind. So um, in this practice, which is developed by uh, Catherine Sheinberg in the School of Images in New York, uh, she believes that images are the language that the body understands. So by interacting with the body's images, we can really inform or, in case of dreams, extract the messages from the body. Because um, the night dreams, if we're talking about dreams in that context, uh, the night dreams are kind of the residue of what you've experienced during the day. It's the way your body is processing all of that information. Mm-hmm. So whatever you've been, been experiencing that week, that day, um, your night dreams will uh, reveal something about the nature of what you're living and experiencing. Mm-hmm. So night dreams can be very healing and therapeutic if we pay attention to the images and interact with those. Mm. Now, dreams for me is a very broad uh, yeah, right. <laughs> spectrum where uh Daydreams, your drifting thoughts, uh, hopes and expectations, all can be translated into images. So we can all um, we can analyze them all as dreams. So we would have to specify like awakened dreams, night dreams, um, daydreams, the dream, you know, like I have a dream type of thing. Okay, so all that can be under the umbrella of dreams. Yes. So if I wanna. So even the idea of a daydream, what, what quantifies a daydream and what quantifies a night dream? What, what are the differences between the two? Um, I would say the amount of awareness. Mm-hmm. So um, let's start from the ground that there's one conscious and one subconscious um, awareness in us. Mm-hmm. And your daydreams are called daydreams because you become unconscious and all of a sudden you drift away into a thought and an idea 
and all of a sudden you become conscious again. So you've noticed you were drifting away. So it's a play on awareness. You were unaware that you were imagining or drifting or dreaming about something and all of a sudden you realized while you were seeing or feeling or experiencing. And the um, night dreams will be the opposite. You are full on in the subconscious and every now and then you'll become conscious that you're dreaming or, or what's going on in the dream and then you'll remember it in the morning because you've experienced and you became slightly aware of that uh, experience. So in the dream, uh, in the, sorry, in the night dream, within the dream, you become conscious or do you wake up uh, in the middle of the night, for example, and say, oh wait, I was just dreaming about something. But do you become conscious in the dream? Depends. Some people, there's like lucid dreaming is about being conscious in the dream. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that that's the goal about dreams, but it is one aspect of your dream. Like if you're having a nightmare, sometimes you know you're in a nightmare. Mm. Or sometimes you're having a wonderful dream and you know that you're dreaming. There's always sometimes this layer, this subtle layer of um, consciousness and awareness. But mainly you'll be aware that you were dreaming once there's that snap of a waking up. Mm -hmm. okay. Once you become awake, then you are like, oh, this was dreaming. But because you were living that experience, you were experiencing in your physical body mm -hmm. through the images, uh, you remember it. Mm -hmm. because you have the images plus how they made you feel right, so right. images and feeling they go together that's why it's uh, a language that the body understands and when you say the body understands it like well, how does um, how, do you say that? how does that how does the body express understanding that I mean do you get like cold uh, do you start shaking? Do you get cold sweats? Do you... No, let's, let's put it very simple. Mm -hmm. You are having a nightmare. Um, you wake up. You are all contracted. You are sweaty. You are uh, afraid. You are scared. Uh, mm -hmm. We do a dream opening. We open the dream. We analyze it. We interpret it. We actually interact with the images. We address the necessity of the dream. And uh, all of a sudden, you feel all smooth, all open, expanded, all calm and the body has understood the shift. We've transformed the energy within the body, and that's how you feel it, and how the body as an entity mm. will know. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, the body always knows. We're just being um, programmed or raised to be thinking about the body as a, a different separate entity, mm -hmm. and thinking we know best, but actually our body is constantly giving us signs about what's right and what's wrong about whatever we're experiencing. We just have to really know how to read those signs and pay attention. I mm. think, for example, Chinese medicine is all about listening to the body science right, rather right. than rationalizing about uh, how you're feeling and what your, the symptoms are. Okay, so, so depending on what you're... So you can kind of um, study or analyze someone's dream and help them to... In, interpret it? Is that the, is that the let's, let's call or? it interpretation uh -huh. because if we're talking about dream analysis we're going into psychoanalysis and uh -huh. it's a complete different field which has a lot of points in common but it is just different practice and because I'm not a psychoanalyst and mm -hmm. not trained in that um, specific field let's put it uh, and talk about dream opening as dream interpretation, dreams expansion mm. um, because we're not analyzing, we're expanding the meaning of the images Mm. Let's put it that way. And and give give an example 
obviously we're not we're not in a in a session, but can you kind of talk us through if we were in a session? Is it possible just to kind of do like a little step by step how you would open up a session? If someone if someone comes to you, what what would they come with? Let's, let's give an example of that. Well, that would depend on the situation. What does the client want to address? If the client wants to address recurrent dreams or imperative dreams or a specific nightmare, mm -hmm. then I'll ask the client to write down the dream and send it to me or bring it to the session. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I'll go through the process of opening the dream, which is uh, four steps of expanding the meaning of it. Um, mm -hmm. In this practice, we always... Um, for example, in separation to psychoanalysis where certain images have um, a defined connotation to mm -hmm. it, in this practice we always go through the connotation of the dreamer. So whatever you bring to the session and tell me that that's how you feel about, let's say there was a, um, a blue vase on the table mm -hmm. and I ask you like, so what do you, how, how do you feel about this vase? What a, what does this mean to you? I will take that information and put it into the interpretation rather than saying that uh, the vase represents the mother who's holding you. Uh, okay, and that's so, dream analysis, if you were to... In my, uh, in my lame knowing yeah. of it. I'm, I'm making, a, making up an example, so don't okay. take me for, for the vase example. Okay. Oh, yeah, right, right. Um, but then it would also depend if someone... Um, because I do um, therapy and coaching, mm -hmm. if someone just wants to address certain aspects of their life or situation, then we could go into the different types of dreams, which is daydreams or exercises of looking at the images, of showing how you're actually responding to the situation through different images. And that's more of the daydreams, awakened dreams, guided imagery practice. So mm -hmm. they could be very punctual exercises that come out of the need of that moment in the conversation. So there's two aspects to mm. the dream therapy. Okay. Um, I, I almost I, I want to actually get personal. I don't know if I can do that. Um, let's say I have a reoccurring dream of falling. So I, I, I almost want to get personal in order for you to give a, another example of mm. exactly what you do. And remind me also to get, to get your information. So if anybody wants to book a session with you, sure. uh, they'll know what to do. Um, yeah, so give an example. Uh, talk me through if I was in a session with you. Obviously, you can make it short. Mm -hmm. And I want to know about my reoccurring dream of falling. Okay, so um, tell me a little bit more about this dream of falling. Um, usually, it's on a tall building, like like skyscraper building and I fall and I don't like I, I literally wake up before I hit before I hit the ground so I never actually touch the ground I the split second before impact I'll wake up okay and how is the building like the building as far as I like color or say oh whatever you'd like okay. to tell me okay. about it um definitely a glass structure um steel and and tall as in empire state building tall mm. that type of height and how does the building make you feel cold and cold and mm. yeah cold 
And is the glass, uh, how is the glass? It's, it's not see-through. I don't know what the word is. It's like a mirror, reflective, mirror. yeah. Yeah, reflective. Glass, yeah. Okay. And tell me more about being at the top of the building. How does that feel? Um, it feels slightly fearful, like I have to jump. Mm. So it's, it's like the safety is in jumping, not in staying on top of the building. Mm. Okay. And what about the going down? Um, it's a rush. So it's like um, heart palpitations. My heart is definitely beating very fast um, in anticipation of the impact. You know, in, in, yeah, in t anticipation of the impact. Like, like I'll be okay if I impact. Like I'm, I'm not, like I'm not scared to get impacted. Mm. Is that, is that, yeah. Okay. So, this is a very superficial interpretation yeah, yeah, of this, this is dream. Just, just so that everyone yeah. knows that it's very superficial, because I would go much deeper in details mm. in the and writing my notes as well. But as a secondary dreamer of this dream. I'm experiencing uh, being in a place high up in my awareness and in my perspective where I don't feel safe. And in this knowing, the safety is in jumping out of this awareness. Mm. And as I fall down, I am falling through what I perceive, which is my reflection. And the safety is on landing. Mm. Because I'll know I'll be okay when I wake up from this, uh, from this falling into myself, from landing into myself. Mm. How does that feel for you? Yeah, How wow. do you receive that? I receive that with like abundance. It, it feels like that's what, what's happening. Okay. <laughs> Especially the part of landing in myself. I, yeah, I don't know why that. I don't know why that resonates, but it, but it does. It's, it, yeah, it's not a, it doesn't feel like an abstract concept. Would you, you say that your body understands that? Your body feels that? I would say my body feels it more than my mind. Exactly. Mm. So this is what I was saying about the body understands, the body knows. Mm. So even if for the listeners, mm -hmm. this may make absolutely no sense and feel very abstract, but it's really because it's your dream, mm. and I'm talking to your experience about your personal dream, it will land in a way for you that cannot land for anyone else. Mm -hmm. There will be aspects of this uh, dream that people can resonate to, but the dreamer will always feel it differently. Okay. And this is only my interpretation. Right, right. There's this... Um, group practice called dream opening where we can be in a circle and a group of people interpret uh, one person's dream and the beauty of that is that each of us will resonate to something different in the in your dream mm -hmm. and when we'll open it to you you'll receive different aspects from your reality so it's it's very personal for both me and you it's a very beautiful exchange because mm -hmm. it's something that it's alive in me that I witness in you, that I give and give back to you after you've given it vulnerably, vulnerably back to me. Mm. So that's why I check always with my clients, with my dreamers, like how does this land? Because I don't want to make it in like a, this is what your dream is about, right, right, right. you know? <laughs> it's not, it's just how I feel uh -huh. that dream. It could not land at all and then we would have to do this again from a different perspective, look at different, ask more questions and uh, mm -hmm. shift the angle and see 
what would you feel the necessity of the dream is, and then address the necessity of the dream by looking and interacting with the image. Hmm. Okay. One second. I'm 